Welcome to this special edition of the Creative Strings Podcast. Today, coinciding with um, the news of record-setting unemployment filings in the United States, we're going to address this issue for musicians, music teachers, and any freelancers that are affected by this situation. Hello, in this episode, I'm going to address anyone who is out of work. If you are in a position where you need to generate income and you have suddenly found yourself out of work, um, I'm gonna talk about freelancer strategies, ways that you can think of things to do, ways that you can offer um, work, services of various kinds, and to try to generate some income while minimizing your energy and stress and time right now. I'm gonna be doing a series of other videos related to this that are more about generating money online. If you're a teacher, uh, creating online content, so you can come back to for those if you like. But this is really just about, let's say you're a, per, you're a performer or you do events and all of a sudden that work has been taken away and maybe you're not a teacher or maybe you're just trying to figure out what you can do. So let's get right into it. Um, I want to thank my uh, usual sponsors for Creative Strings podcast, uh, which are Yamaha Electric Violin Shop. I also want to thank um, Diadario, who sponsors me, and um, Encoda as well. So let's get into this. First of all, I want to talk about the mindset, at least my mindset. Um, my attitude is that I am not proud I'm not too proud, so I will dig ditches, uh, wash dishes, walk people's dogs. I'll do whatever is uh, necessary uh, to generate income. Um, of course, I identify as a provider for my family. That's part of what gives me purpose. That's part of what I consider my duty. I know everybody has different situations, but we all definitely need to survive. Just my attitude, this is, you know, my opinion and how I approach it. I feel like I'm going to do whatever is necessary to generate income. If I'm not able to work as a performer for a while, for example, I may need to pivot. I think that, you know, I see three choices. We can either, one, sort of resign ourselves to just being defeated by the situation. Uh, number two, we could lash out in any number of unhealthy ways or, you know, sort of cope with it in a lot of unhealthy ways. And number three, we can try to overcome this situation. And I prefer number three, try to overcome it. And these are some of the strategies I'm going to give you as a as the freelance mentality. Now, first of all, obviously, it's preferable for any of us to find work at the highest pay we possibly can, whether it's hourly or um, project rates, and or even to generate what people sometimes call passive income via online content. Um, and I will talk about that in separate episodes. But if necessary, you know, I will work for $10 an hour, $15 an hour, whatever it might be, um, or even on a volunteer basis, especially if these these work opportunities afford 
um, any chance of leveraging opportunities, leveraging growth, you know, opportunities. So what I would say about this is that as you make your list of different opportunities, different things for you to try, test, test ideas. If it's a new work opportunity or project, um, a short project or a volunteer activity, and you're not sure whether it's worth doing, dip a toe in the water, do it once, offer to do something for a short period as a trial and see how it goes. That would be my recommendation because it's so important for us to manage our energy and our time and not get, you know, sucked down rabbit holes, as it were. As you may or may not know, Creative Strings is a nonprofit with a mission to support music education through the creation of online curriculum, professional development events, and outreach in schools. A big part of our online curriculum includes this podcast, which we could not do without the sponsorship of Electric Violin Shop, who's been with us since the very beginning, and Yamaha. I just want to tell you briefly about our two sponsors. First of all, Electric Violin Shop. I consider them dear friends. They are an employee, cooperatively owned company based in North Carolina, and they are the ultimate and best resource for any string players looking to go electric, looking to amplify, play with effects, use loops, anything related. You can call Electric Violin Shop. Just find their phone number at their website, electricviolinshop.com and call them at their number listed there during business hours with any questions and their phone support is amazing. They will answer all your questions with no obligation. Uh, please consider them a resource and tell them I sent you. Also, Yamaha is probably the number one resource to music educators as far as any manufacturer is concerned. I'm so thankful to my friends at Yamaha for supporting me and supporting this and supporting music educators everywhere. They make electric bowed string instruments. They also make amazing student bowed string instruments and professionals. You can find more about Yamaha by looking up Yamaha Support Ed online. Thanks to our sponsors. So what kinds of work can you do? What kinds of work can you do uh, to generate income? What I would suggest is that you brainstorm a list of services you can provide, any kinds of services. Write it all down. Get it out of your head. And then I would ask someone you trust to look at your list and, and tell you what they think and then offer you any other additional ideas that come up. Personally, I would recommend that if you have a spouse or a significant other or someone in your family that you want to lean on for feedback or for accountability during this time, I would say that's a really good thing to do. But I think it's important that you establish boundaries around that because those people may need to lean on you as well and they may be under a lot of stress. So a couple things that you can do, one is you can schedule a time. You can say, hey, I wanna bounce some ideas off you. Is there a good time we can schedule? And then you can time box that. Say, I'm only gonna take five minutes or I'm only gonna take 10 minutes and prepare for it. Because if three times a day or five times a day you come to a person in your family or roommate or a significant other and you say, hey, I, I need your advice all the time, that could be stressful. So um, definitely rely on the people for feedback, um, but just try to bear that in mind. 
of, of doing it sparsely. Another thing you can do is really prepare for those. So if you're going to ask someone for feedback, make your own notes before you do. Sit down and say, these are the things I want to ask. Or send them in advance. Say, these are some of the questions I want to ask. I'm sending you a list. You know, Is there a good time that we can take five to ten minutes and go over these? And I'd like to get your feedback in person. Once you make this, uh, this list of all the things you can do and you get feedback and you think about, you know, what are the things that are most likely to resonate with people you know or the things that are going to be the most uh, productive, pay the most. Once you do this, I'd like you to make a list of people that you can offer these services to. And I would start with your warmest contacts. These are the people that know you, they like you, they trust you. Um, I would start with people who have ever hired you to do anything. People in your family, people that go to your church, people whose kids go to your kids' school, people in your neighborhood. There is a tendency for um, a lot of us to reach out to strangers or to try to do this online business thing um, and skip over the biggest opportunities, the biggest assets, which are often right in front of our nose. So the people who know us, the people who like us, the people who trust us. Make a list of your warmest contacts, your inner circle. And because the reason people are going to hire you is because they know, like, and trust you more so than because you're good at something, more so than because you're an expert. This is a really important distinction I think a lot of freelancers miss out on. Um, so two things in there. Number one, reach out to your warmest contacts. Number two, because people are going to hire you based on the fact that they, they trust you to show up more so than you're an expert. So you don't have to be an expert. This is a perfect example. There are many people who may be bigger experts than me on this subject or making videos, but um, that's not going to stop me from providing for the people who know me uh, my insight, because it's going to be different than some other expert, and I have a relationship with those people. So once you've made a list of these warm contacts, another thing I would do is um, I would make a list of the services that you want to provide, and I would put them on one page or on several pages, but probably the easiest way is just make a list on one page. Here's a list of the services I, Chris, can provide. Write them on one page. If you want to include pricing information or suggested pricing, or if you want to just suggest that people reach out to you to discuss it, but just have that list in one place that you can send people to. You can put it on a PDF. You can put it in a Google Doc or document in Dropbox. If you have a website, you can put it on a website. Just try to use the simplest and freest things. There is a fancier version of this called a link tree. I believe, and if you look for Linktree, then you can you can link to fancier pages for each service. Um, or if you if you really feel like you only want to send, um, you know, a couple services, like let's say you do music related services, and you want to have a page just for that, and then you can have another page for non music related services. Mm -hmm. 
Encoda provides streaming access to all the sheet music you need. It's like Spotify, but for sheet music. Check out Encoda, their opportunities to subscribe and access all your sheet music at encoda.com. That's N-K-O-D-A.com. So I'm going to talk about the one-time free model. This is a really um, powerful way to um, to go about offering your services, um, selling, promoting your services, if you want to think of it that way. Getting hired is to offer one-time free. And it's really the way that I've built my career, actually. When I was 24, um, I reached out to many restaurant managers and I offered to do one free audition. And based on reaching out to many people, some of them allowed me to do one free audition and some of those people offered me a regular weekly performance. And I've duplicated that in so many ways. I mean, even this video right here is a free, giving you something free and I can then you know, it's a way for me to offer to you that I have other services. If you'd like to use my services as a business coach to be a part of my business support group or other services I provide. This is an example of that. If you offer something free, um, it's a great way to show people what you do and generate clients. If you offer, for example, if you're a teacher and if you offer a one-time free private lesson, I would recommend making the lesson like 15 or 20 or 30 minutes max instead of a normal 60 minute lesson. And um, just in general, I would try to preserve your energy when you do this. So again, making a video for free and sending it to a lot of people, teaching something that you know, or inspiring them, or making them laugh, um, making a performance, sending that to people, it saves energy because you make one video and you send it out to many, many, many people. You don't have to do it over and over and over again. And so if you're doing a service that involves your time for just one person, you want to shorten it. You could offer to show up on someone's uh, live stream to their, to their group and teach people something. And when you do, you could make it short and test it to see what kind of feedback you get. You could offer to do a small amount of work for a prospective client or a prospective employer, a small amount of work as a sample. It could only take 10 or 15 minutes of your time. One free consultation, one free lesson, free videos, make uh, lesson videos, and you add a call to action on the video and post the video. If you do a performance, you can post the video and you can place a link that goes to your page of services. And I can say, hire me for these services. Emails are free. So you can, you can create emails that tell stories or that provide valuable content. You can send them to people. You can entertain people with the emails. You can just connect with people, share your reflections. And then in that email, after sharing that free content, you can um, provide a what's known as a call to action again, just linking to the services and the opportunity for them to hire you. Any of these things can be one-time free. It's a really powerful way uh, to, uh, to offer your services and, and get people to hire you. I would say that there are three things you can offer, or if you prefer, three things you can ask. One is that you can um, offer to be of service. If you want to work mowing someone's lawn, you can say, would you like someone to mow your lawn? Could I help you by mowing your lawn? Number two, ask for a referral. So in this case, do you know anyone who needs their lawn mowed and uh, that you could recommend that I reach out to, thus known as asking for a referral? Or number three, 
ask for advice. Uh, so that would be, hey, I'm thinking about mowing people's lawns as a way to, um, to create some income and to work. Do you have any advice for me? So those are th the three examples. Ask for the opportunity to be of service. And when, you, and when you do this, it could be in a very specific or a vague way. In other words, hey, I'm looking for work. Is there anything I can do for you? Or is there anything that, that you think I might be able to help you with? Or do you need help with mowing your lawn? That's a very specific thing. Again, number two, the referral, asking for a referral to someone they know. Number three, asking for advice. When it comes to sales psychology, which has to do with the fear that people have of being rejected, of being told no, the fear of feeling that your offers or that your ask will be not well received. If you're offering to be of service, there's nothing to feel bad about. So really try to come from a place of being of service. And again, if you wanna offer something one time free, um, that is a, a great way to alleviate that feeling you might have also of like, oh, I don't wanna impose upon someone. But you know, it's okay if people say no. A lot of times we say, go for the no. You know, if you, if you reach out and you have nine people tell you no, that 10th person might tell you yes. And so it's okay to expect that you may have nine out of 10 people tell you no. I hope these tips are helpful. Um, I'm trying to make this as streamlined and fast as possible. And like I said, I'm gonna do some more about specifically how to move your private teaching studio online, how to create digital content and sell that. And just to let you know that if you would like to get my personal support with this issue, with, with generating work and related subjects, just go to my website, christianhouse.com. On the front page, there should be links to some of the resources and services I provide as a business coach and specifically for my support group. I have a private support group and some courses and that sort of thing. So uh, again, big thanks to the sponsors who support Creative Strings in our podcast episodes. Our sponsors are Electric Violin Shop, greatest uh, resource to um, electric string players, and Yamaha. Yamaha is a huge resource to music educators. I also want to thank Diadario for their constant support in my career and our recent sponsor, Encoda, that's N-K-O-D-A dot com. They provide um, streaming access to sheet music, very much like um, Spotify for sheet music. Check out Encoda.com. Um, thanks again for checking this out. Leave me a comment, let me know, and reach out to me if I can help anytime. for listening to this special episode of the Creative Strings podcast. And I hope that it was helpful for you, especially if you are affected um, with the loss of work right now during this current situation. I just want to let you know about some other resources you can find. If you go to christianhouse.com, um, I am putting up a lot of related resources, including resources for private teachers, how to go online, uh, with your studio and save time, save energy, and um, serve your students. Also for any musicians, um, how to create online content. And I plan to follow up with podcast episodes on this, but we already have videos and blog posts. 
If you go to christianhouse.com, just right on the homepage, I'm gonna have sliders there where you can find a lot of great resources. Um, as always, you can reach out to me at chris at christianhouse.com. And if there's anything I can help with, whether it's related to um, freelancers, entrepreneurship, um, and or if I can help with the music side of things. Uh, I will just point your attention to one other thing, which is that at the YouTube channel, at Christian House Tube, I now have 30 done-for-you lessons, 30 done-for-you lessons at a free playlist. Uh, these are string orchestra teacher approved and um, include lessons for um, middle school and even younger and up and all the way through professional. So please check out the playlist, uh, the new playlist, and I am releasing new videos there daily. Um, and I've been consulting closely with string teachers, orchestra classroom teachers, private teachers uh, on the creation of this. They include backing tracks, uh, example solos for me, and uh, you can get out your instrument and play along and students can record themselves and submit for credit. Uh, that's all for today's episode. Thanks again. We'll see you soon.